You're listening to On the Record Online with Eric Schwartzman, where reporters and journalists go on the record about how they use the Internet to cover the news. For the latest trends, tips, and tactics on how the web shapes popular opinion, subscribe to our RSS news feed or visit us online at www.ipressroom.com. My guest is Rita Tatil. She's the president of The Celebrity Source, an agency that I've done business with. And she is also the president of the Los Angeles chapter of the Public Relations Society of America. I am pleased to have her with me at the PRSA 2009 International Conference. Thanks for doing this, Rita. Oh, my pleasure. So, um, full disclosure, we work together. You helped me get Ashley Tisdale for uh, a launch party for a toy. Um, and uh, that was a lot of fun. We enjoyed that. Some people may not know who Ashley is. She's one of the stars of High School Musical, among she, other things. And she's a very attractive and, and has a big following with uh, young girls as well as young boys. And she, her, she, did a, she reinforced the message for this toy, which was Beauty Comes From Within. So let's talk for, let's start, let, let's make this our special episode about working with celebrities um, when a client comes to you and says, hey, we want to book a celeb for some sort of a PR stunt, uh, what's, I guess, some of the most, pop, most uh, frequently asked questions you get? Well, everybody wants to get uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, of course, but I'm the one usually asking them the questions. What are they trying to accomplish by having a celebrity? Who are they trying to reach with this celebrity? What do they want the celebrity to do exactly? Because all of those questions are going to dictate what is the, the right type of celebrity for what their need is. So, for example, um, you know, who the audience is. We have to know who the audience is because the audience is going to dictate whether that person's a celebrity or not. In the case of Ashley Tisdale, for example, you knew that you were going to be inviting preteens and uh, young teens to this event, and she was uh, ideal. But if you had Ashley Tisdale go to a senior citizen uh, event, they would have no clue who she was. And conversely, if you had a spring break event and you had Betty White there, you know, I don't, I don't think that would be a home run. They wouldn't consider her a celebrity. So you have to first identify who your audience is. I guess it's easiest if you go with uh, Brad Pitt. I mean, I know you can't get him, but maybe that's why people say that is because they think, well, Brad Pitt appeals to everybody. Right. Exactly. So what we always try to do in in helping our clients match the right celebrity to their campaign is we want to look at who their audience is, and we also want to know what their key messages are. What are they trying to convey? And um, because what we want to do is we want to attach a celebrity who is authentic to the message, who is um, someone who is believable and honest to the message that's trying to be conveyed, not someone who's there just because they were paid the right amount of money. Well, you know, it's interesting when you bring up this question of authenticity. I think, you know, we're, we're in this world now where, you know, I, I may see an, an ad for a car on TV, and it's a beautiful car, and there's a helicopter, and it's showing me, uh, you know, how this car looks driving up a beautiful mountain road, and it's shiny, and, uh, you know, there was a time when I think people may have been more persuaded by a message like that. But now I look at it and I say, 
well, it's, maybe it's a pleasing body style and it looks like a good car, uh, but anyone could make it look good if they had a few million bucks in a helicopter. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go onto Facebook or Twitter and I'm going to ask my friends what they think of it, and that's going to have more impact on my purchasing decision than the ad. Now, uh, obviously, celebrities are a great way to get people's attention, but can they actually help you sell a product? Celebrities are influencers. They do influence a certain segment of the population to do what they're doing, to buy what they're buying, to wear what they're wearing. I mean, if you, if you look at what happened with the clothing line Van Dutch, as an example, all that was needed for that clothing line to launch was a few well-placed celebrities who were seen wearing those baseball caps and t-shirts and such and getting brand recognition. And that was not where those people were paid as spokespeople to launch that brand. These were people who just, you know, simply liked it and were wearing it and, uh, and influenced a lot of other people to want to do the same thing. So, yes, I do believe that celebrities can influence the bottom line. But again, it has to be a credible match to what the brand is and what the brand image is. You know, I can see, obviously, for something like fashion or for something that has a style component, how it's logical that if an attractive celebrity wears it, and I feel as though maybe they weren't paid, but they just made the choice to wear it, that that would become a fashionable product. But, I mean, are there boundaries? Like, I mean, are people going to trust a celebrity a celebrity's advice on something like health care or on something like financial services or maybe on a political position? Or do you think that um, maybe celebrities have less credibility in those areas? If they are known to be tied to health care because they have a particular affliction themselves or a close family member has been affected by a concern, a disease. You great know. example. Okay. Michael J. Fox, great example. Yes. Then absolutely. If, um, if a celebrity is known to be someone that is passionate about a particular cause and that cause is tied to a brand in terms of their image, then absolutely fans of that celebrity are going to uh, be influenced by what that celebrity is saying. Um, is a celebrity going to sell cars? Well, if it's Jay Leno and he's known to be a car guy and a car nut, absolutely. You know, if you you are a solar technology company and you want to have a celebrity who is tied to uh, renewable energy, you go with somebody like a. Um, uh, Ed Begley Jr., for example, who is known to be a, a total advocate about green, or, or uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, who's very into the environment now, uh, that's believable, that's credible. But without that, that's how things have changed in today's world of celebrity endorsements. It used to be that you could have Bill Cosby promoting Jell-O and, and somebody else promoting a car company, but... Um, at, without any sort of connection at all. But in today's climate, where there's so much mistrust that goes on, I think it's really important for brands to connect with celebrities who are credible matches 
to what their values are. Um, I was talking earlier to Joe Jaffe, and he had said, we'll have a link in the show notes. He had said that he thought there was going to be a backlash against Twitter, that Twitter was going to come tumbling down. I, I, I guess I'd be curious to know, you know, we've all been paying attention to this, um, uh, this Edelman trust barometer. Is this something you've seen? It's a survey. It's been running a few years sure. now. And so, and one of the things in the survey is who the most trusted sources are. And celebrities rank really low. I've got to think that at some point, you know, in your business, someone has confronted you with that. Absolutely. And I'm actually of the belief that to a certain degree, these surveys that show this is that people um, don't want to admit that they're influenced by celebrities. It's, it's not a, a good admission. It's something that I think people might be embarrassed about to say that they're actually influenced by celebrities. But the reality is that they are. So you're, 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 you'd say they're not willing to admit it. But do you think, you know, um, Andy Warhol said, in the future everyone will be famous for 15 minutes. And I like to say on Twitter everyone's famous in front of 15 people. Do you think this ability for people to be famous in front of these micro communities will have an impact on how people feel about celebrities, popular celebrities in film and in television and music? I think that in today's social networking world and using platforms like Twitter, Twitter is allowing celebrities to become more engaged with their fans on a more direct level. And because of that, the fan base for celebrities who are engaging on those platforms are becoming more passionate fans of theirs. And as a result, those individuals who are really authentic and not having somebody else tweet for them, those people are gaining in popularity among their publics that are already interested in them. And as a result, I think they're going to have more influence uh, over their fan base than they used to. But if I know that the person's being paid for the gig, doesn't that undermine their credibility just because they're getting paid? Not at all. Because I think we all, you know, we're not stupid. We know that people who are promoting brands or doing endorsements are paid. But if there is a credible connection, once again, it's got to be authentic and credible, then we somehow put in the back of our mind that they're paid and want to believe that the reason they're really doing this is not because of the money, but because they really believe in this brand and, uh, and are a fan of this particular product themselves. Do you ever wind up shopping uh, celebrities for nonprofits that are raising money at charity balls and that type of thing? We are constantly involving celebrities with causes. And what I've seen increase over the years, and there's uh, lots of research to um, verify this, is there is a much larger increase in corporate cause-related marketing that is happening. And because consumers, it's been known that consumers now are more apt to buy products that they perceive uh, are supporting causes or from companies that are socially responsible. And as a result, when a corporation ties a cause in with a celebrity who is very passionate about that cause, that, again, is one way that 
companies can do great at the bottom line by doing good in the community. You know, there's a lot of celebrities, obviously, that are using Twitter and using social media tools to manage their own brands online. And, you know, in so doing, I guess, you know, they're, in some ways you could say they're going to make it more difficult for somebody like you to manage their brand at an event because, like, you could book them to, you know, do something somewhere and they could just start talking amongst themselves and maybe they could you know, get off message or something like that. I mean, do you think that, you know, Twitter makes it tougher for an organization to manage a celebrity tie-in at something like an event? I think it's harder now to control the message, certainly. But at the same time, if, you, if a PR practitioner has done a good job in briefing the celebrity, in making sure they understand what are the most important key message points to convey then the rest is just gravy. I don't think it's harming at all if they go go off point. As long as they stay on point to a certain degree of what messages you want to get out there. One of the things I advise PR pr- practitioners not to do is not to give a celebrity who's tied to a cause or anything else too much information to have to absorb and to be able to have to be able to convey. Because if you give them too much it's likely that um, they may not remember anything. But if you give them a few key essential points of information, uh, that's the information they get out. It, it almost doesn't matter what else they're saying and whether or not they're going on, on a tangent related to their own brand, as long as they get your key points out there. If you book a celebrity to appear at a gig, Do you think it's a good idea to monitor social media at that point and engage in conversations? Like, what if, have you ever seen that? Like, where you bring a celebrity in to appear at some sort of a gig, and then you start getting a backlash on Twitter or something? Is that something you've been paying attention to or had an experience you can share with us? Mm, No, it's not something I've really had an experience with. I will tell you that that there is... um, uh, a corporate client of mine that is very reluctant to allow the celebrity participants in this particular event that they sponsor to be um, formally engaged in social networking and putting out messages there. I mean, they can't prevent it, but they don't want to embrace it because they're afraid that the celebrities may say something that is not uh, conducive to their brand and messaging. And I think this company is making a big mistake. I guess, what, what would you say, you know, once, once I book the, the celebrity and I'm getting ready to, you know, have my event, um, you know, what are some, I guess, what's the checklist that I would need to go over to be ready to make sure that I maximize the opportunity? You know, when I speak in front of an audience, one of my most favorite things to do is first ask the audience how many people have ever worked with celebrities before. And in cities like L.A. and New York, a lot of hands go up. And then I ask, okay, of those of you who've worked with celebrities before, how many of you have had only great experiences? And 95% of the hands go down. And I look at that situation and I say, why is that? You know, I've been working with celebrities for over 25 years, and yet I don't find that I have difficulty in getting celebrities to do what I need them to do. But a lot of these 
people who have put their hands down complain about things like celebrities being too demanding, celebrities um, not doing what they're being asked to do. And what it really comes down to is I believe very strongly that the mistakes a lot of people make when it comes to working with celebrities is that they are not communicating everything that's expected of the celebrity in advance. Maybe it's because they're intimidated by the celebrity or their representatives, but nine times out of ten, if a celebrity is not doing what you need them to do, there was a lack of real full communication in advance of that. Rita Tatil, president of the Celebrity Source and president of the Los Angeles chapter of the Public Relations Society of America, thanks for joining me at the 2009 PRSA International Conference for this discussion. Totally my pleasure. You've been listening to On the Record Online with Eric Schwartzman, where reporters and journalists go on the record about how they use the web to cover the news. For the latest trends, tips, and tactics on how the web impacts corporate reputations, subscribe to our RSS news feed or visit us online at www.ipressroom.com.